Welcome back to another episode of Teachable Life Moments with Keeler Bryson. I am so happy that you are here tuning in and supporting the podcast. I thank you for uh, listening to uh, our weekly podcast sessions. I hope that is benefiting you. I hope that you had a wonderful Easter weekend. Um, You know, the city here is starting to open again. And so a lot of people were moving around this past weekend and especially on easter day when we were riding through our neighborhood we noticed uh, a lot of cars were parked outside of a number of homes in our neighborhood and so it's obvious that people are starting to move around and people are starting to feel a little bit more comfortable with um socializing Uh, But I just want to admonish you to still use some wisdom and keep safe out there. Okay. All right. So let's get to it. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about uh, from the topic of don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. And if I had to give this another title, it would be Growth Mindset Me. Growth Mindset Me. Um, You know, we are living in an era where you know you've got to be a person that is of a growth mindset the way that the world is changing and that the way that the world is moving toward advancement if you do not know how to have a growth mindset you're going to be left behind and so That is why we want to talk to you today about don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. You know, we've all come across um, know-it-alls in our lives, right? And just to be honest, these type of people kind of get on our nerves. (laughs) At some point, they just kind of irk you. They just know it all. I don't know, it could be it could be a co-worker, it could be, you know, maybe a buddy, it could be, you know, uh, a child, it could be someone at your church or someone in your neighborhood. They just know it all, you know, uh, and it could be you. Are you a know-it-all? Do you consider yourself a know-it-all or do you consider yourself a learn-it-all i feel like we have plenty of know-it-alls and but we don't have enough learn-it-alls and if you are a know-it-all one of the reasons why people are irritated with know-it-alls is because they are basically closed-minded they're closed to other perspectives they're closed to other uh, folks' opinions, they're close to listening to people, and mainly because they feel like they know it all. They feel like they, um, I guess, have been around, you know, a while, and they feel like they've lived a couple of moons, and they just feel like, you know, at this point in my life, I do know it all. Uh, typically, we see this among, you know, older people. Um, you know, especially if they're trying to hear uh, an opinion or perspective from someone who's younger than them, usually, you know, that older person is not as open-minded to receive information from a younger person. And it's because they feel like maybe that person don't know what they're talking about. They haven't lived long enough 
But, you know, we all uh, could use room for growth. And to be honest, no matter how much we think we know it all, we really and truly do not know it all. Um, This concept, I was um, doing some research on the internet and um, came across this this movement of moving away from being a know-it-all to a learn-it-all. And this concept came from the Microsoft CEO, Satya Nadella. Um, He became the CEO at Microsoft and he was looking for ways to make impact at the organization. And he was feeling like he, uh, you know, coming to the CEO position was feeling like he had to fill some pretty big shoes. And so one of the things that he came up with uh, was this concept from reading a book that his wife had told him about. And he has been able to transform the organization to the next level by introducing this concept. And it was intriguing to me to see him um, promote this concept within the organization because he realized that if we are not learn it alls, then we will not be growth minded. We won't have a growth mindset. And there's a danger in not being uh, growth minded. Do you consider yourself to be growth minded? Or do you consider yourself to be a know-it-all or are you just indifferent? You know, it doesn't really matter to you whether you're a know-it-all or a learn-it-all. If you are not a learn-it-all or don't really enjoy learning, I wanna challenge you to become more interested in learning things uh, because there's a danger when we're not learning. If we're not learning, basically we're not growing. And if you wanna transform your life, Become focused on being a learn-it-all because it will change. You will not be in the same place if you, you know, endeavor and be intentional about becoming more knowledgeable and becoming a life learner. They did a study and they found out learn-it-alls, they always did much better than the know-it-alls. Even though the know-it-alls had all the starts, you know, they had a better head start. They may have started out with better capabilities, but in the end, the learn-it-alls surpassed them. And case in point, a lot of times when you look at like an older generation and um, you, you know, at first it, it, they appear to be better capable when compared to a younger uh, generation, but eventually the younger generation will surpass the older generation is because the younger generation has a new set of knowledge that the older generation it hasn't probably um you know strongly participated in and one example that i can give you to kind of drive that point home is that a lot of times older individuals tend to struggle with technology they struggle with their phone. I remember working with an organization and um, it was a big, big, big operation, a big project. And there was a struggle with getting the older employees um, through training. There was struggle. A lot of them did not know how to operate a phone. They did not know how uh, to put the phone on mute. Um, they Some didn't know how to text and so it was a struggle 
And now, although an older person like that probably was ahead as far as capability to some extent, but the younger generation has surpassed them in just that growth and that knowledge mindset. And why did that happen? Maybe perhaps the older generation felt like they knew it all. Maybe they felt like they really didn't need the knowledge, you know, didn't feel it was important to be knowledgeable about technology and how to use a phone and how to do apps and, um, you know, how to refresh your phone and all of that, how to put it on speaker, how to mute it, you know, and maybe they just didn't feel that that was important until it came time to work a job and then it was just obvious who had been left behind in this world in this you know in this state and so we don't want to be left behind we want to always be people who are on the move we want to be people who are growing we want to be people who are developing our skills and talents Um, when I worked at this other organization um, one of my managers had given me this book he would always go to these leadership retreats and they would always give the managers books and when he would come back he would give me the books and so one of the books that he had given me was called strength-based leadership and it's uh, it's it's for great it's for people that are leaders or if you own teams Um, And it talks about why people follow you. And the whole premise of the book is to help leaders understand their team member skill sets and their strengths so that you could look at your strength and figure out how to best, um, you know, assign work projects to certain team members on your team if they had a certain strength that was um, in alignment with the task at hand. So if you are interested in finding out what are your top five, you know, strengths, then I recommend that you go and uh, purchase that book. It's called Strength-Based Leadership. And in the back of the book, there is a little assessment that you, you can take online and you answer all these questions and it'll tell you what are your strengths. My top five strengths are uh, strategic, empathy, I'm a relator, I'm futuristic, and I have uh, discipline. And one of the top five strengths that are really rare among the group of people that I was working with at the time was futuristic. Very few. I think there were only two of us in the whole organization that had futuristic. And futuristic is is basically to me is indicative of the fact that growth mindset, always thinking about how to be ready for the future. And um, basically being a learn it all is how you are preparing yourself for the future. So if you want to do well in life, if you want to, you know, not be left behind, then be a learn it all because we're fed up with these know it alls. Uh, You know, I know I'm not by myself. Do you agree? Do you feel the same way? So how is it that the know it alls surpassed uh, how is it that the learn-it-all surpassed the know-it-alls, even though the know-it-alls started out with better capabilities? It was because uh, of a growth mindset. And if you have a growth mindset, you're going to always succeed because you're always advancing, thinking about the next move, thinking about the next opportunity, thinking about how you can better position yourself um, in the future. But here are the five differences between know-it-alls and learn it all. The first difference, as I've been saying over and over, is the growth mindset. You know, know it alls, they already have certain capabilities um, and 
they basically will just remain the same person uh, because they believe that there's nothing left to know. You know, meanwhile, a learn it all aims to learn anything and everything, constantly developing and growing for the better. Let me ask you a question. Are you always doing something or you frequently find yourself doing something to better yourself for the future or to develop yourself? And I mean, like, are you reading books? Are you interested in courses? Are you making investments in yourself to help develop your skill set or to help you to grow uh, in a particular area? Think about that. If you're not doing any of those things, you could potentially be a know-it-all because it's it's a sign that you're not trying to develop and you're not trying to grow uh, or plant those seeds in yourself to become even stronger in an area. The second difference between the two types of folks is focus. Know-it-alls, you know, they always believe that they have reached their potential knowledge uh, and that they understand a topic. And so their whole focus is on being an expert that they believe themselves to be. Um, And then, you know, which is kind of arrogant at times, you know, you think you're you're the expert based upon old knowledge. And then here comes the learn it all. They show up on the scene and they come rolling out this fresh knowledge. And sometimes it can be intimidating to a person that's a know-it-all because they don't realize that their information has become outdated. A learn it all on the other hand, on the other hand, they focus on always begin uh, being a beginner and that there's always something new to learn no matter how accomplished they feel that they already are in a topic or skill and that is some of the reason why Satya Nadella the CEO at Microsoft wanted to introduce this culture because Microsoft is like a technology type of organization it's always you know trying to move the the company and society into the future how are you going to be ready for the future and move your organization and society into the future if you're not trying to develop a skill and you're not constantly trying to grow and improve and become better and push out better products. And so this is some of the reason why he wanted to introduce this new cultural mindset. So what is the third difference between know-it-alls and learn-it-alls? The third difference is mindset. A know-it-all, you know, they may not be open to new things because their belief is that they already know everything that they need to know. And then a lot of times this becomes a source of conflict because they think that their view is always right. Can you relate to that? Do you work with people like that? Do you work with folks who are just set in their ways and they think they know everything and they think they're always right? They don't want to, you know, step back and consider the possibility that they may not be right. And as a result, it creates conflict, especially if you are a younger person that's supervising a per- an older person with that mindset. It could be a challenge. And so we, if we have folks like this in our organizations or in our families, or if you're that person, you want to, you know, step back and say, do I do that? Am I uh, demonstrating the behavior of a know-it-all? And if so, then you've got to transform yourself and switch over and adjust, make some adjustments so that you can become a learn-it-all. Now, a learn-it-all has a mindset, you know, they believe that if you don't unlearn what is now irrelevant, 
and make room for new knowledge, you're going to get left behind. And that is why I'm so strong about um, moving forward and thinking of always thinking of ways of how to better position myself or or from a part of an organization I'm always looking for ways of how to make sure that organization is positioned to be prepared and ready for the future you know to be fit for the future and it is so important to me <laughs> to the to the point where if if I see that that place is not thinking about the future I'm ready to go because I'm like I cannot I cannot be left behind I cannot be a part of something that's not trying to move forward and you know this pandemic is a prime example of how so many organizations were not prepared for online um, customer service to their customers or to their parishioners because they never thought that something like this could happen they never considered the possibility but I've I guarantee you that after this, a lot of folks that were in that know-it-all mindset or had a know-it-all spirit on them, they're going to make some adjustments and they're going to begin to welcome the futuristic people or the prophets, if you want to call them, that have seen a glimpse of what's to come and how to be ready so that they never are caught with their pants down, so to speak. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, know it, learn it all. They, they don't want to be left behind. And if they are connected with you as a friend or connected with you as a spouse or connected with you as a leader or an employee, you are blessed because they're going to definitely make sure that you are not left behind as well. So embrace the learn it alls. Embrace those who have a futuristic or prophetic uh, anointing on their life. The fourth difference between a know-it-all and a learn-it-all is that a know-it-all may know all the facts and the theories, but sometimes they don't even test the truth behind them or even try to put them into practice. And, you know, this is what is causing a lot of conflict in a lot of organizations with the different generations. You got one generation that, you know, tends to know it all. They know the fact, they got the facts and the figures, but they don't even put them into practice. And as a result, the learn it all gets frustrated because they trying and they testing stuff. Uh, They know and they put into practice to see if it's right. You know, almost like a scientist testing a, you know, a hypothesis. You know, think about the subway situation where someone went in and actually measured the length of the subway sandwiches and found out that they were not the length that subway was declaring. Now, that had to be a learn it all <laughs> that went out there and tested it. Who, in all of my years, you know, no one you know at that point had went out and measured a subway sandwich to see was it what what they said it was no one went out there to find out and assess whether or not the tuna was actually tuna but this is what happens when you are um dealing with a learn it all they're out there testing it challenging and helping the system to be better the fifth difference between a know-it-all and a learn it all is definitely and obviously the learning appetite a know-it-all you know they assume that they already know enough so their learning appetite is limited and i'm the type of person because i'm futuristic and because i love learning you know if i don't ever see you pick up a book i'm gonna suggest a book to you or i want to know what are you reading 
I want to know, you know, what is the latest course or investment you've made in yourself? Because I have that appetite for learning because I know if you're not learning, you're not growing. You know, you're standing still and you're, you're setting yourself up to be stuck. Um, but a learn it all, this type of person, they're curious. They're constantly asking questions because they truly want to understand, you know, the deeper level of things. And so um, if you are that know-it-all, this is a challenge for you to become a learn-it, a learn-it-all. The differences are clear and it's obvious, you know, which type of person is preferred in this day and age. And the people that are learn-it-alls, those are the people that are getting the jobs, the good jobs, the high-paying jobs, the jobs that have opportunities for growth and advancement. Being a learn-it-all means understanding that there is always something new to learn. Never, never, never let yourself get stuck in believing that there's nothing else new to learn because there's always something uh, new to learn. Even though we know something really well, we can still learn more. You know, we think when we graduate high school, get our college degrees, that that's it. No, we're, uh, we have got to commit ourselves to be life learners. I don't care how old we get. I love seeing old people still trying to, you know, learn something and in the college classrooms with the younger folks and, and, and they know how to go and do things that you would assume they don't know how to do. That really, really um, gets my motor running and my juices flowing to see an older person just still interested in learning and knowing. You know, we've got to be committed to being a lifelong learner and having a lifelong learner mindset and surrounding ourselves with people like that if you're an older person you know even with your grandkids get with them let them show you some things about this technology because technology is a beautiful thing at times um another example that i can think of is you know of the danger of things that could happen when we're not trying to better improve ourselves. Think about all these computers out here that have been programmed. You know, that a lot of times they program to do a whole lot of things to make life more efficient and more convenient. Um, but even in those machines, they become limited at some point because they still have to be programmed to keep up with the new advances, the new technology. And otherwise you'll have an outdated PC, an outdated phone. That's some of the reason why these um, um, service providers on technology, they're constantly updating, constantly coming out with a new product, a new iPhone, a new iPad, you know, a new TV or something because they're trying to keep us ahead so that we don't fall behind. I mean, America is competing with all these other countries in technology and learning and knowing information and skills and stuff. And so we've got to keep ourselves ready and prepared. You know, even as humans, our mind is a complex network and we cannot possibly know everything even as a human because our memories and our capabilities are limited, right? And so as our world changes, some of our knowledge that we've acquired may no longer be useful. Just like all the ways that they taught us how to do math when I was in school. Do you know they have changed that up? And the way that they're showing these, these kids how to do math now 
it's kind of ridiculous to me. It seems like it's the longer way of teaching them how to do math. And I really don't understand the theory behind <laughs> retraining them of how to do math. Um, but I'm sure they have a method behind their madness. But they're doing it to try to keep up with other countries and thinking it's going to help you know, our students to be, be able to calculate things fast and have an understanding of why uh, math problems exist to begin with. What is the purpose? What is the theory behind uh, solving the answer? Because a lot of times we solve problems and have no clue of, of what that math problem is trying to uh, tell us or what was the purpose in trying to figure that out. We were just taught, figure it out. <laughs> but this generation, they were trying to teach them why they need to know the answer. Why is that the answer? Um, Eric Hoffner, the American moral and social philosopher once said, in times of change, learners inherit the earth while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. And this is so true. The learners inherit the earth. And we see the learners, those that are smart and got the knowledge, the scientists, and you know, uh, they inherit, inherit the earth and then find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. And we saw that with this pandemic when how a lot of organizations wasn't even ready and prepared, you know, to deal with the shift that needed to take place, especially if they wanted to stay in connection and in contact and in communication with their customers or, or with their parishioners or what have you. Those who are ready, prepared and learned are the ones that are gonna be beautifully equipped. And that is the whole point of me going through today's podcast i want to just challenge us if we're not being a learn-it-all person to really begin to seek it and assess it so that we're not left behind because the pandemic has changed some things and a lot of things that once was is not going to be exactly the way that it was you know some jobs are not going to come back in the way that they existed and so we've got to, you know, have ourselves prepare for the future, constantly learning. You know, as long as change is constant, learning must also be constant. And that's if you want to get better and keep up with the change. Now, I know that some people out here, they don't want to keep up with the change and they don't want to be better. And that's OK. But I know none of my listeners are that type of person, I believe those that listen to the podcast here are always looking for ways to better their life, better the life of the generation that's to come after them. And one of the ways to do that is always, always, always be learning, you know, reading a book, listening to an educational, informational podcast, you know, hanging out with people that are smarter than you, that cause you to have to go and, you know, look up words in, in the uh, definitions out of the dictionary or, you know, they cause you to want to take a class so you can learn more. Those are the people you want to hang around. You want to hang around the Eagles. You want to get around some mastermind groups, you know, um, join some conference call. I was on a conference call the other day with uh, a group of people from all over the country, you know, and we all sit in there listening to the speaker because we are trying to 
make sure we keep ourselves ready for the future and keep ourselves prepared and our skills and know what the trends are in the marketplace and know what's coming you know what are the because if you don't know what the trends are it could impact your business i mean it's just good to know and to learn some things and never get stuck in limiting our knowledge base so that is my time i hope what i said today is beneficial to you please like share comment tell others about the podcast and until the next episode have a wonderful wonderful week